Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we're playing through The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for the Wii and the Nintendo Switch, if you're doing the HD version. In this episode, we're finishing the game. This has been a long time coming. Um, <laughs> we're going to, in the first half of this episode, we're going to go ahead and finish up the game itself. Second half, we'll, we'll discuss it, have our thoughts. We're going to let Tegan... Talk about some lore implications. <gasps> Finally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been Tegan, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this game because none of this ending made any sense. I'm so glad <sighs> because I've been foaming at the mouth and I'm also interested to hear what comes out because I'm not sure it'll be comprehensible, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> it's just 15 <laughs> minutes of screaming. That's yeah. <laughs> You have to run through an ARG game, like you have to modify the sound waves, and that'll yeah. give you coordinates that will tell you about the lore. Yeah, you got to play it backwards, um, and you, then you got to put it through one of those uh, things that turns sounds into pictures, and that'll give you the coordinates for the original sound file, which you then have to run through a sticker generator. But only if you have a PhD in economics. And there go all our listeners. Ah! Uh, well, hey. to play our new AR game. Sorry. Our ARG. Uh, no, no, no args here. Um, in our last episode, we finished the final trial. We got a special gemstone. And we were told by Phi to put it with the pair. There's, It's, it's one of a pair yeah. that is somewhere here on Skyloft. Who would have known it was just some random statue sitting somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is there something that's supposed to tell us that it's this statue? Nope. You're just supposed to be like I was the whole game going, eventually, that bird's going to have another eye. Eventually. <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I went all over Skyloft. I went to, I mean, I, I didn't go into the people's houses because I was like, it's not going to be in anybody's houses. That's ridiculous. But I went back <laughs> to the little downstairs area where we got the Master Sword twice because I was like, it's got to be in this room, right? Like, that I would be the something. logical place for it. Uh, but no, there is a bird statue just mm -hmm. sitting somewhere by itself mm -hmm. that is missing. <laughs> that's missing an eye. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they hand it to you, in the little, you know, you got a thing. Uh, it it looks much bigger. Than Absolutely, like a, yes. A, like a, a stone that would fit in your hand. It it it's a larger, mm -hmm. I don't know, image file. <laughs> so yeah, like for a second, I was like, where do I set this large thing down? Wait a minute, my bird friend needs another uh, thing this color. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Ooh. Um. 
we go and put that in there and we get what I would argue is one of the funniest cutscenes in this whole game. Um, I think it's I think it's genuinely good comedy. Uh, it is what happens is you put it in there, the bird activates, and it lobs a single cannonball, mm-hmm. and it hits the side of the like floating mass of you know of of I don't know the, the, where the goddess statue is. We're all floating in the sky on these, on these platforms. Yes, it's it's a rock. Um. And it just sits there for a long time, and it, the because the, the cannonball just sort of pings off of it, and you are literally sitting there, and it cuts back to Link just staring, and then it even cuts to the statue they, just staring. They let this hang for a while, and yeah, I think this is I think this is this was pure great comedy here. Uh, <laughs> this is like beyond just oh we're gonna do some some clever or like funny corny writing or have some puns in here it's just like they intentionally designed this to be like yeah wouldn't it just be funny if it didn't do anything for a little while and then everything happened mm-hmm. um i i'd have tapped the editor on the shoulder like a couple seconds earlier but absolutely yeah, I, not absolutely I, not i found it amusing <laughs> they it, it hung like just way too long but i, I still found it a little bit more I might have I might have guffawed if if the gap hadn't been so long. I think this had to be incredibly silly because otherwise it would have been the dumbest thing in this game. Uh, just the <laughs> fact that oh, the secret tablet just shoots a cannon at some at a rock at a giant stone island and blows open a hole in it. Like mm-hmm. why? It's just like this is the most this is the best way to hide it, right? <laughs> stick a bunch of dirt on the outside no one will know amazing i think the dumbest thing is that little orbs pop up that you can hook shot onto it's, and it's like uh-huh. we have birds everyone <laughs> has a bird <laughs> everyone has a bird but, right, but this, can't get the this bird distance is not is beneath them frankly it's just a hop, skip, and a jump really if you had like a deku can... leaf or something that would be better i will Bird's like, I will lose total respect for you if if I have to help you with this. <laughs> you can figure this one out, right? Yeah. So, um, that happens, and we make our way down to the bottom area to the Sky Keep, which this is our our final dungeon. Uh, Brian, have you been here before? If I've been here before. It is the point at which I went, well, I'm going to go lie down. Um, because <laughs> I definitely, when it, when I, I forgot at what point we did the bird thing. But I also remember in my original playthrough being like, when am I going to put an eye in that? Like, what? when is that, that? That's just annoying the hell out of me the whole time I'm playing the game. This is a one-eyed bird. I'm like, I know this is a Zelda game. And I do remember getting to that point so i think i either was like i'll do that later or i stepped inside and said i may never do that so i don't know okay but this is the point at which i i lose track of anything else it was the bird it was the bird it's the final dungeon of the game uh where yeah. brian stopped playing last time so amazing it, it's just, you know just what long in the tooth man you know what tap that editor a couple more times on the shoulder the 
I will say the first time I played through Skyward Sword, I stopped at the end of this dungeon and I put it down. <laughs> I have a save file that goes all the way right up to the literally at the end of this dungeon. And I was just I like, that's something else has happened. And now I have to, you know, my attention can no longer be here. Uh, and then I just never came back to it <laughs> until like I was partway like until like a couple years later, honestly. Mm. So, Tegan, what do you what do you think of this dungeon? I hate it. <laughs> OK, OK. Uh, I like I think it has an interesting idea and then not yes. the best execution. No, my OK. Here's the thing. Is that disagreeing with me or is that agreeing with me? Oh, oh no, no. Sorry. That was, I, I concur. Okay, yeah. Interesting idea. Poor execution. Yes. Okay. Yes. BC, are you yay or nay on this dungeon? Yeah, I, I, I'm I more or less in agreement. I think this is essentially a Skyward Sword supercut of all the things that were kind of enjoyable about this game with all the things that make this game unbearable. Mm. So. <laughs> Here, here, here! I come! Here I come! I love this dungeon. Yay! Um, I'm so I, glad. My, the thing I hated the most about this dungeon is, and here's uh, here's what I want to say: slide puzzles mm -hmm. are my least favorite thing that we have in video games. Those are yep. 1780s kids' toy puzzles that we feel <laughs> the need to still put in our modern electronic toys, and it's like. We can move on past this. We don't need to do this. But this, <laughs> I, yeah, this... I figured we were going to get a talk about slide puzzles. Uh, the whole time I was doing this, I'm like, Jeremy must hate this. <laughs> I actually liked it because it was smaller. But what I hated about it was having to use the motion controls to drag the tiles around. Mm. Um, that was dumb. Having to constantly recalibrate and be like, no, just I'm trying to pull this thing here. Just go this way. If I could just mm. use my joystick, which I know there is an option to do that, Tegan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there totally is an option to do Just in case you're wondering, there is an option to do that. I don't know if you know about it. It's called the button um, controls. <laughs> um, oh, maybe I should switch to that now. Oh, too late. Don't oh, no, setting. it's too late. <laughs> um, but no, what happens is that when we get into this dungeon, they immediately give us a map of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. And then we are presented with this tablet where there is a three by three grid with square three diff or nine different squares on it. And we can move that around spaces and that will move around the rooms and you have to go. You have to line up the doors properly in order to be able to go into one other place. And then as we go through the dungeon, we also come across more of these tablets that we can then change at that point, too. So you can't change the one you're in right now, but you can change the ones outside of there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, can can you get into a spot where uh, one of those control rooms is in the corner of the map? Because if if you go into, like, it depends on what room you're in. If, if you're not, like, next to an open space or something, or you're in the middle of a wall... Like you can only really move five of the pieces around, maybe six. You're, um, you, I don't think there's ever a, pl a position you can get into where all of them line up perfectly. I mean, maybe there is. Well, not like all of them, because that's the other thing about this slide puzzle is you can't move the room that you're in. Whereas a normal slide puzzle, let you move any you know right square you want. To to Jeremy's point, 
slide puzzles being 1800s technology, I'm sure they've been mathematically solved at this point to where you can definitively make them have a solution. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not if they have like a restrictive piece, right? If there's one piece you can't move, like that does that does oh, mess up the, whole, on this the logic of it. Either way, that doesn't matter. Like that's just more of to describe what this is. And why mm-hmm. and and just to make a point of that, even though I despise slide puzzles, I love this dungeon. Um, I I like the being able to condense all of the mechanics we've had. Also, it brings in new mechanics that I loved and was upset that we didn't get these until now. Um, things like slashing the bamboo from a distance in order to access a platform. And, like, mm. it almost felt like it was a user-created mod. Like, someone that took Skyward oh, Sword you... and, like... Oh, okay, well, let, let's talk about it. So there is a room that we get to where um, there are the platforms that are covered by the bamboo trees that we can dynamically cut, but you can't just like a, jump a over to it. a region room. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what what did you do in those ones, Brian? I shot an arrow through the trees. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, which I... uh, or yeah, 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 it blew up the bomb and then gave me access to that bomb to fly my beetle up and do that. Okay, dropped a bomb on those trees. So yeah, there's two platforms that uh, they're surrounded in trees and you have to get to the bomb in there somehow. Yeah, see, I t- I took the trees being there as the signifier of like you need to slash it right. Um, but I, f- I forgot it, about you, my you can do it differently my. Point, point to the sky sword, and I could do it from like a distance or something. Your sacred slash. Your the skyward slash. strike, if you will. Yeah, your skyward ah. strike, even. Mm-hmm. There's also one of the brooms. It, it has the um, the robot mechanical stuff with the time thing. That uh-huh. there is this conveyor belt that you can put the thing on, and it like will move along, and it has these things that you put it in there, and you have to like hit some switches that it'll activate as it goes along. But at the same time, it's also bringing mm-hmm. mo- the, the monsters back to life and you have to deal with that. And it was something we hadn't seen previously, but I was like, this is interesting. I like this. Why are we only mm-hmm. just seeing mm-hmm. this now? It um, makes sense as like the culmination of like your experiences with the time stones previously. But I mm-hmm. feel like that could have been in the last dungeon a little bit better you know, yeah. and then like, yeah. oh, here it is. Instead of it just being like, here's the what the final like cool mechanic where you get to see this happen and you get to deal with this in real time. And it's the last time you're ever going to deal with these stones. Ayo, right. <laughs> like, eh. Eh. yeah. And the best part of it is right before that, you get to walk through a bunch of quicksand, which is one of the worst mechanics in this game. It's mm-hmm. This is where I yeah. also was just like, why do they do the quicksand stuff? Like when you have to, they literally are like, the way you get through here is you run and you will use up ninety nine percent of your stamina to get fr- to get six feet, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you didn't need to yeah. do this, dude. You did not. I- anything that revolves around the stamina is a bad design in this game. I think I think I can safely say that. I think stamina in a video game like moving around is is like almost never a good thing, um, unless it's for like fighting. I think it like the the Dark Souls games and mm-hmm. the uh, blood, you mm-hmm. know, the, the those games. Tying stamina to attacks is one thing, but just running around, the stamina is 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 booty. 
Stamina here, I feel like, is poorly executed. Stamina and Breath of the Wild, I feel, is a show of progression. For climbing. A, I would say it, for yeah, climbing. In a game yes. that doesn't otherwise have, like, really obvious progression markers. Like, being able to increase your stamina so you can do more, I feel like, is a good show of progression there. But, like, mm -hmm. you're stuck with the same stamina wheel no matter how many adventures Skyward Sword Link has been on, yeah. and that's really frustrating, I just want to strangle him and be like, you've gained, never... you gained no stamina. You have so much, like, durability now, and none stamina. <laughs> he doesn't do his cardio. This poor but asthmatic boy. Well, that is true. He does less cardio than most other Links, I feel like, because he spent all his time flying around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, there's that. Layabout. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, one of the other rooms that we deal with is in a volcano where we have to drop down some water to make the platforms, but also control the lava flow, which mm -hmm. now that I'm talking this stuff out loud, I, I am going back and forth of like, why didn't we see this earlier versus this is obviously supposed to be the culmination of everything you've learned mm -hmm. in the game, which is a very typical, mm -hmm. you know, Zelda kind of final mm -hmm. dungeon thing. Where they're like, we're going to throw everything into this dungeon in the last one here. So that makes sense. But, um, yeah. As yeah, I, I mean, I generally liked these rooms and, and, and I, I would be interested to see like how many combinations you can do because it seems like this should be like just nothing but, you know, we'll do it however, like, you know, you do it or, whatever you stumble into because you're just moving the puzzle around and because some rooms can't be accessed from the same way. Sometimes you have to make like a, a path through, a, you know, two rooms or one room to get to the room with the, mm -hmm. with the Triforce piece in it. Uh, there's a, there's a mini boss, uh, which is a, a, a replay, but I would, I, I would be curious to see if they're like, ways to just do it without going through certain rooms or if there is actually a well yeah no matter how you slice it you're gonna have to go through like this room or this room to get to that one this block i, th I think that's block. likely i think it's likely with the with the design but mm -hmm. and tegan hold me hold me keep me honest here <laughs> tegan hold mm -hmm. me <laughs> tegan hold me hold me, hold me. Hold okay yeah I got you. I got yeah. you. I, I I wrap my arms carefully around your shoulders and like they're there. <laughs> um, they're yeah, there. It's okay. You to roll. <laughs> to, I, keep I me need honest you to here, roll but... a compassion check. <laughs> did the did the pirate mini boss have an electric sword the first time? I don't uh, think he did. No. no, not the first time. And the one of my big time, criticisms it turns of into a zappy game, rod. <laughs> yeah, zappy rod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of my big criticisms of, the, of this game is they take an enemy and they're like, oh, well, what would make this enemy cooler or more difficult? How do we level this enemy up? Let's just make them electric. And the fights aren't like the whole blocking system most of the time isn't that exciting to do. And then when you just mm. give someone an electric sword, it just makes it less enjoyable because now you're just waiting. It's mm. not harder. You're just uh, waiting yes. longer to yeah, hit Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just the, the fear of being stunned, it just changes it, not in an interesting way, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
I cheesed the ever-loving crap out of that dude. Like, mm-hmm. even more than the first time. Like, I just... Oh, it was a just, joke. Just left, right, left, right, left, right, left. Oh, he's all the way back there. I think the the most, I don't know, interesting our fight got was, like, I had to block him a couple times in the very first round to get him into cheese mode and back him all the way up. And after that, I was just like, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Like, he... Mm-hmm. Nothing. So this guy also like this isn't so the first the first time we fought the pirate um it was Scurvo who's like the regular mini boss right this guy actually has a different name his name is Dreadfuse and he's a robot oh, cool. made by Scurvo <laughs> Oh so he's okay. not Wait, a robot made himself. by a robot Yeah a robot made by a robot yeah uh-huh almost identical robot made Almost identical yeah. robot yeah uh-huh Sure, sure is. But this is why we should be afraid of artificial intelligence. It's Yeah, they're just going to build more of themselves. Right. It's real goofy. It's why we should be afraid of humans. They're just going to make more of themselves. <laughs> also, 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 uh, fun, fun secondary fact for you. Um, he's holding his sword in the other hand. Oh, he's playing. In, he's playing in hero mode. Yeah, the sword and the the sword That's and the hook are true. are switched from whatever uh, Scarvo <laughs> had. Scarvo, Scarvo needed you know someone to cover his uh his left. So I guess it was his right this time. Yeah, because he was a lefty. So, uh, so <laughs> Brian and BC, were you terrified when you went to the Silent Realm <laughs> the first time? Oh stuck boy, our sword down. I. Ooh, I I was not I was not happy. Oh. I was glad I was only there for three seconds. Yes. So uh, whenever we get to one of these places, we are prompted to stick our sword down in the emblem of uh, Nehru, Faror, and Din. And each time we do that, we are then teleported via the the Silent Realm to just this tiny little area. But it it, it had oh. the same kind of animation as we did with the trials. So even when I did, I it the thought first you were talking time, about a zombie room. Didn't no. we run into a, a a room of the dead at some point? Yeah, we do. The, there's a mid boss where you fight okay. a a Staphos and he's surrounded by okay. the zombie ones. But the that's not what I was talking about. Is this the silent realm? <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's like the fast travel spot in Oceanhorn too. I'm just like, yes, this is cool. Well, for me, I like that room. But the fear, like the void. fear was the 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 intended. My my questioning for it was that: Did you think you were going to do another trial here? Oh no! And yeah, that that's what BC thought. So, uh, but we we go into the silent realm just for a second to go grab a piece of the Triforce, mm-hmm. and it's it's so weird having been ha- having come from a world where we wanted to find the Triforce so bad in Zelda games. The fanfare was just so lame in this. It's yeah, just it super he just, like, was. This, he's got his I have a piece of the gods now. And... Yeah, it's like when you got a. It's it's the same kind of feeling when you got a dragonfly for the first time. <laughs> well, he came yeah. before those games. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was before those games, so he doesn't uh, he doesn't know all that lore and stuff that we do. He's like, okay, magic triangles. What what am I here cool. doing? This I don't know. All right. A goddess made this. Yay! What? I mean, we were we were digging them up with a with a crane inside of a lion boat at some point. So, yeah. Well, know. yeah, but that was just for one. 
<laughs> it's true. It's a um, lot of work for one. Yeah. I'm not going to complain because in a couple months, we're going to be collecting Baphmodads or whatever the heck they are. So I'm just going <laughs> to let it slide. And we're going to love it. Um, so uh, <laughs> we uh, we get all three pieces and it just teleports us out. Like we get, um, it, it, we don't have a boss in this area per se, but we do just get a whole bunch of cutscenes happen here. Um, we see, we, we, we get taken back to the top of the goddess statue with the Triforce and five tells us that we can, you know, we, we make a wish here, right? The, we use this and our wish is to stop the uh, demise and they did it the only way they know how by dropping an entire landmass on it. Mm-hmm. I love how Link has accomplished what the Principality of Zeon never could, and just essentially dropped a meteor on Earth. I mean, you know what? Whatever. At some point, it's just whatever works. You know. Like, I would like right, to you want to kill out. demise? We're gonna kill demise. Okay. We're gonna kill demise. <laughs> And he's never gonna come back. No one's gonna know who this who this there guy will, is. From here on out, there will be no demise. From this point, moving forward, yeah, he's true. gone. <laughs> demise is forever ended. That's right. So uh I would like to point out that this this structure was part of the thing that was raised and it left the hole in the ground, right? Outside the the the, the old sealed temple mm-hmm. lady grounds. Yeah. Um. So then, those rocks that were on the outside of it should also be missing as well, and those should those should go fit right into place. So, so we should be missing a whole lot of this. Shouldn't work at all, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is this is a giant mess, and uh, you know, from a structural standpoint, you know. And that's and that's Brian's review of Skyward Sword, four out of ten. Uh, <laughs> yes, a, a geological nightmare. <laughs> That's your header for the for the review. <laughs> uh, no, we, I mean, we, d- d- is that bad or good? I think we'll just put it on the box. <laughs> uh, we we do all of this. We we literally smash the imprisoned with a giant landmass, and then. We go back into the temple, and everyone's happy. They're like, hey, you did it. All right. You crushed him. And then Zelda wakes up from her, her slumber because mm-hmm. you did the thing. Mm-hmm. Everything's everything's so happy. Mm-hmm. So, so that that means this actually worked. It mm-hmm. worked, yes. It totally worked. worked. Yeah, it totally worked. This, this 100% worked. Mm-hmm. I think Fi even says, like, oh, yeah, he's dead. I, I can tell yeah. he's dead now. There's a 100% chance that he is dead. <laughs> yes. There's a 100% chance that there will never be a Ganon. But yeah. There's a uh, 100% chance that you've smoked that fool. So. <laughs> <laughs> can you go put the sword down in his blood now? Oh, my God. But uh, I'm just like, were y'all raised in a barn of time? Like, you just left the door open here. <laughs> and so Girahim takes advantage so of the- this. The enemy of time um, can take the princess of time. Yeah, he shows up and he's just done. I, this this I loved too. Like I've loved when Girahim is really camp. I also love when he's just like, all right, I am, I I am 
off the clock right now. I still need to get this done. Okay, I'm done with you people. I am taking this girl. Everyone get out of my way. <laughs> he is the only confident Zelda villain. The only one. I'm convinced. I is mean, he? yes. I he mean, could have killed us at any point. He he. At, that wasn't like, what his goal literally was. Literally any point. Once he does, Zelda's escaped the door. He could, hey, he just, hey, Girahim, we'll get to it. Girahim accomplished everything he set out to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's true. Okay, and yeah. from he that, is the from, most accomplished yeah, villain. Uh, he did everything right. that he wanted to do. Girahim is the best part of this game, to be honest. I I'm gonna. Uh, yes, I'm up there. Yeah, also uh, yeah. agree with that. Yeah, for sure. But he shows up. He takes Zelda. Goes through the door. Time. Goes back in time because demise still exists in the past. Like we didn't. Right. We we really should have been going back in time with the Triforce, and then made the wish that. And then I guess I don't yeah. know. Maybe the Triforce was like, "What do you expect me to do? There's no giant landmass to drop on it. I can't do anything about this." Well, this <laughs> is just the, the goddess's powers. This time things. That's a whole nother deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's out of their jurisdiction. Oh my god! So did uh, did you all immediately go through the gate? Because I was like, I need to go run some errands before we do this. <laughs> no. Before we did any of this, I actually went back and did the trials. I was gonna, I was gonna ask about this. Yes, the um, Lanayru's trials. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone else do them, or was it just me? I did them. I did. I them. attempted. I did them after. I I tried this next section once, and then I went back and did Lanayru's trials. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, the trials are kind of garbage, which you get there, and basically there are two options. You can do a Silent Realm trial, or you can do a boss rush. You get to pick which boss you fight first, but then after that, they pick the boss for you, which I guess makes sense because obviously you don't want to have to go back into that menu every time and pick a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much... They say, oh, by the way, none of your pouch items works. Work. Yep. So you don't get any um don't get any potions. You don't get any like Kid extra fairies. pouches yep. or extra item capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also, if you forgot to equip your shield before you started this, you don't get to <laughs> equip your shield for the entirety of the boss rush. True. Um, so. Oh boy! Even um, with that, you don't really need it. I think the most annoying thing is that you have to fight um, the imprisoned multiple times. For me, the thing that broke me was fighting Girahim. I did the I did the his second fight first, which I just had the hardest time with. I don't like. I still don't quite grasp the Girahim fights like the the whole thing of him following his hand and doing all this stuff it still like doesn't quite click with me it's like apparently last time I did a fight with him I was just in a good groove I could not get in the groove this time and he wiped out like all of my health oh no and it was just sort of like all right I'm giving up my arm is hurting from all of this mm. flailing about and so I'm good I you know after beating the final boss in this game, yes, the reward would be helpful, 
but I ended up doing fine because I had been practicing my shields, uh, my shield blocks a lot mm-hmm. up until now. And so I actually did fine with it. But um, I mean, so BC, I'm a, you, you completed it then? Yeah, I, I told myself I'd give it one try it, just because I knew that you got the shield and I played until I got the shield and stopped. Um, okay. So the reward is the Hylian shield, the classic, the OG, um, which doesn't make any sense because we're before Hylia exists as a thing, really. I don't know. Uh, uh, Hylia exists. Hylia is the yeah, god. Why would they have a coat of arms? Well, I mean, it, but it's using the symbolism that we already had up in Skyloft. It's still like it still keeps the same thing. It's not like that it originated. That would be a funny thing of being like, oh, all of our civilization originated from that one shield that was like really cool that this guy like he worked really hard to get it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let Tegan decipher that at the end. Yes. What are the lore implications of the the color blue on the shield? (laughs) So please spoil the the Hylian shield for me. No. <laughs> shield it's spoilers, essentially everybody. a shield that doesn't break and doesn't wear down, which was great for all the fights to come. So, mm-hmm. all the two fights. Yep. Yep. I did all right with my fully powered goddess shield. I um, used there was the... only like a couple of times where it got real low, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just just back off." Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll talk about it. I, I use the, the, like, iron shield or whatever. It's, like, the square one. But, um, what BC, what? Which is nice. Ooh, I'm surprised you used the, the shield that actually gets shocked. Um, mm, <laughs> uh, well, that might explain some things. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I beat the game, so it's all yeah. good. <laughs> So, yeah, um, we do all that stuff then, and we can run some errands just and be like, okay, now it's time to go save Zelda. Uh, I mean, she's in the past. What can we do? We're already too late, technically. Like, we're still in the future. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just felt the urgency of, like, I need to get in there now. And I I've mean, got, I like, don't blame you. I've got you. my potions. Yeah. Uh, after I died uh, a couple times... Uh, I, I ran out of my potion. Oh, yeah, I wasn't stocked up well at all for this fight. That's right. But I went in because I had, like, one potion left. Uh, died. Tried again with the six hearts. Did not go well. And was like, okay, let's go run some errands. Go get some bugs. <laughs> Zelda seems like she's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went back and was just like, all right, we're going to go and swap everything for bottles. So let's go ahead. And I'm doing a bottle build right now. Um, and I actually went ahead and did some potions. I upgraded some potions. What really sucks. Which is, potions? Uh, I just did the like health potion and then doubled and then like power that up twice so that it gave me full health with two drinks out of it. Um, where do you get those, those Deku larva or whatever dude, they're called? That was 20 hours ago. I can't answer that question. I've never <laughs> seen a single one. And all I want is my grandma's soup been sitting on in like a a huge collection of bugs Ugh. here um and i don't know i don't remember where i got them i've just would collect a lot of bugs i never <sighs> even powered up my net <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so we go through here and uh we go back in time and immediately we see imp on the ground 
and she is hurt, and she's just like, Garyheim, he sucker punched me. He went through that door. <laughs> right. Um, and when we come out here, we get one of one of my favorite gifts that comes from here, and it was just like a great meme for a while, and it's where we see Garyheim teleport dancing around Zelda. Um, and I just love this. I just, again, it's just, like you said, BC, Garyheim, best boy, best evil boy. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> He's such um, a good villain. He's such a good villain. But yeah, I have this here. Let's see. Um, do I have the full thing? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't think I got the whole thing. But he he basically summons infinite bacoblins here, and says some says something along the lines of you know your your lives don't matter. The only thing that matters is prolonging him as long as possible so that I can complete this ritual. Because he does explain to us later, he's just like, look, I use magic. Magic takes time. You need to respect that, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need a minute. Listen. At one, I, at one point, he's like, "No, no, put stack yourselves on his blade if it if you have to. Be make sure that I have enough time." Yes, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. It's such a good. Oh, it's so good. I love him so much. I hate him so much, <laughs> but that's good. I oh hate god. him affectionate. Oh my god! Like, love to hate. Love to hate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we then have, as as Brian said, I don't know if I kept kept it in or not. Uh, it turns into a Muso oh, yeah. game here, and uh, not a good Muso game though. I've, especially having yeah. played the Hyrule Warriors games, this is a bad yeah, version no. of those. <laughs> this is Dynasty Warriors two at best. Uh yeah, but we 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 get through all that. We just fight hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies. I don't think it's like we're running down a circle, uh, into d- going down the spiral that we went to before. But he put up magic walls so that we had to actually go down the path. I spent a lot of time just mm. running past everything. Um, but we get all the way down. Yeah, there. and that one potion I had left is not looking so hot. <laughs> the further and further I went down, I'm just like, come on, man, I don't want to go back. Um, but. We get all the way down there, and Girahim is just like, okay. And he does, he says the thing about, like, I need time to do this. And he launches Zelda up in the air, and he's like, all right, I'm going to fight you now. And we see, like, his I get, technically not his true form, but this is, like, his second to final form, mm-hmm. uh, where he turns completely into, like, I don't know, like, obsidian or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I mean, he does the Frieza he, transformation, like, <laughs> Yeah, essentially, yeah. this this is a great scene. Him tossing Zelda into the air, him flipping out, going full anime villain. I'm here mm-hmm. for all of it. We have to fight mm-hmm. in the air now, like classic, classic villain stuff. Mm-hmm. And he and he sort of like tipped his hand uh, once he showed up, like right when he showed up at the uh, to get Zelda in the first place. He kind of he kind of tips his his little secret, but at that point I knew. But he doesn't actually it doesn't actually come out till later. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I mean, Tegan, how was this uh, fight for you? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I got absolutely bodied the first time. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh. I went in absolutely through the Muso section, and then into here. I had like four hearts and i was like it's uh, okay yeah. 
I've got some fairies. I'm not worried about it. Mmm, bad, bad move. Bad move entirely. He broke my shield. Um, and then I panicked <laughs> and just swung my sword a bunch, uh, died, and went, okay, we're going to go back and get that shield now. I went back and got the fancy Hyrule shield, and then I came back down, and I only was missing, like, two hearts the second time around, and then it wasn't so bad. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I got I got uh, knocked out by him in his first phase once, and then his second phase mm. once. Um, just trying to figure out what was the deal with the fight. Mm -hmm. uh, I was low on health for the first phase when I died. But yeah. And then, oh yeah. Once, once you die there, it, you don't have to do the Muso mm -hmm. run again. You could just start at the, at the, down at the floor. And I was like, well, I was, I was low on health. I didn't know what was happening, but I have my six hearts back. Let's take a shot at this and see if I can do it. No. No. <laughs> My big problem uh, in this wasn't the fight itself. Uh, it was landing that, like, the the down B move, you know, or the down A from Smash. The, like, sword yeah. stab into yeah. the chest the when you blood. knocked him. Yeah, yeah that one. Blood. Yeah. That was the thing that kept tripping me up is I'd, I'd be like, okay, I got it. And, like... I wouldn't hit the button because I'm playing with button controls. I wouldn't hit the button prompt fast enough. And so it would just be like, okay, you're going to flip forward and then do a slash instead. And I'm like, no, not what I'm trying to do. I, I guess I'm the odd one out in that I breezed through this fight. No, Amazing. I, I, did. I did too, BC. Yeah. I um. BC and Jeremy are the true heroes here. We are just, <laughs> we are merely... Uh, pretenders in this. I'm gonna say right now. I war. think this. Sh oh, I think this should have been the final boss fight because this fight was fun. It was cool. It was satisfying. Um, the first time I did the fatal blow, like I, I knocked him off the platform and I jumped down, and then I hit him with the fatal blow. And I was like, oh, it would have been so much cooler if you could do that. Like as soon as you knock him down, and then the second time, I got the prompt before I like went down to the next level, and I was like, oh yes. This is exactly what I wanted. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was just super cool, like jumping off a platform and just stabbing them from high, like from high up, especially mm -hmm. after he talks all this trash. Like, mm -hmm. great time. So, yeah, we we take care of him, and he is he is so mad. He's just he does not understand how a child could do this you know that's your typical this that's like one of the more cliche things that he does right where he's just like how could a mere child defeat me that kind of mm -hmm. stuff i love that but he also points out it's been long enough that my spell is done now and so yes it's the watchman moment where it's like oh yeah i my plan's already done like i wouldn't yeah. <laughs> just hang out and fight you if my plan wasn't already done my boss, on the other hand, uh, so uh, we we see the imprisoned show back up, and it swallows Zelda's soul. What it looks like? I mean, it's like her 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 magic power. It's it's Hylia mm -hmm. that's inside of her. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It still has those mm -hmm. dumb toes. It's still it's got a, it's got to still pop them toes out. <laughs> that's where its magic comes from. Got them little toe beans. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to destroy the world, but first, let me pop them toes out. 
Um, no, but when he does that, we actually see he's no longer the imprisoned. And we, we see him as his true form of demise. Still has like the black scales on it. So apparently that was the, the black scales were like an important part of it because it even shows it in its text box. <laughs> Every time it talks, you can see these floating dark scales behind it. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting style choice for this game. Um, Fi does the same thing. Like every time Fi talks, she has her own text bubble style that like stuff floats around and it's like her like cross stitch sort of looking thing. But we see uh, Girahim is very happy that his dad's back. And immediately uh, Demise just goes and does a telekinesis thing to Girahim, makes him like lift up in the air. And then at first, Girahim is just like, oh, what's going on? Oh, right. This is exactly what I wanted. And he just starts laughing like crazy. Um, and Demise pulls a dark demon sword out of him and then channels all of what is remaining of Girahim into the sword and it turns out Girahim was also a sword (gasps) the whole time (laughs) the whole time (laughs) the whole time (laughs) a few weeks ago when we were recording I sent Tegan some pictures from the good book of Girahim's design and I was like Look, they both have crystals hurt like uh Girahim and Fi. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're both swords. <laughs> it's because they're both swords. Like l- look back at Girahim's design and you'll see there are, are similarities between him and Fi. And that's it's it's all intentional. It's so crazy. But uh Demise shows up and he's just like, ah, it's good to be free. He's stretching his legs and all that. And then he's just like, Who's this kid? Who's kid? He's like, hey, whose kid is this? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, whose whose child is this? Whose sassy <laughs> child is this? <laughs> whose man's is this? <laughs> but um, when Link does what Link do, where he's just like, all right, I'm getting my sword out and I'm fighting this new bad guy here. Demise Demise finds it funny, and he's just like, oh, you you really think that you can take me on? You know why I've been asleep for this long? I I got I got time for a fight. That'll be fun. If you want to fight, I'm going to go through this this tunnel right here and that there's a really good place to to fight. Yeah, yeah. It's like you like Tekken? I love Tekken. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this battle arena is literally Tekken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so this was another thing where we get a prompt where Fi is just like this is the point of no return. If you have anything else you need to take care of, go ahead. This is a little bit, again, it still presents it like time is of the essence. Because even Groose, who saved Zelda as she was falling, says something like, she's still here, man. Or or, Granny says, if you you can take care of it quick enough, we should be able to save her. And then I'm like, I'm going to go get some gratitude crystals. I'll be right back. (laughs) I'm going to go, I'm going to go shopping at Beatles. Here's the thing. It's going to be fine because I have literally traveled through time to be here, baby. Let's go. (laughs) The future. I just took a peek. Not destroyed yet. We're fine. Yeah. Let me go check. Yep. It's all good. What I found out here. So I died in this battle coming up, but what I found out is that if you say continue, you do not keep your potions you had before you went in. Nope. Correct. That, 
wasted so much. Like, think about the bugs that were required to put in there and the time you have to spend getting those bugs and the money mm-hmm. spent, all that. Mm-hmm. It's gone. What was really frustrating, though, is that I did go through all my potions in the first battle, still died, collected all that stuff, and then when I went in the second time, I beat it in, like, two minutes. And it was, like, nothing. And Do you I was save before you go into boss battles? I when save I before die, I go into boss battles. I hit quit, and I reload it, because unlike you, Jeremy, I only have two bottles. So I had a fairy and one of those, like, damage potions. I didn't... I- I thought saying continue would have been the same thing. It would have taken me to my last save. And like not, oh, we'll take you to the last save, but also your previous mistakes exist in this world too. So it's I, like... It, I thought that was I don't how like it's always that. worked. I don't die in Zelda games, BC, so I don't get to see Fair. this very I often. think that's how it's <laughs> Uh, BC, why don't you go ahead and walk us through this battle? I know uh, in your text you had a very frustrating time with this. So, okay. So we go through the portal. We get transported to Tekken Arena. Um, Demise talks <laughs> some trash, and then it's on. So in the first section, what you're supposed to do, I learned later, is that you're supposed to swing your sword back back and forth, left and right, or in different directions until you eventually hit them. Um, it took me a while to figure that out. Um, but basically, it's just you and him. He's swinging on you. You're trying to block and then hit him, like hit his sword enough times to knock him over. Second section, he uh, he starts calling down lightning. And he electrifies the sword. And then he, same deal, he throws out some attacks. Um, he now can like throw out a basically a Skyward Strike-style electric attack. Um, and then, Jeremy, I'm going to let you describe how you beat him from there. And then I'll talk about how I, I beat this fight. So um, the first phase, I became the block master where literally every move he did, I was able to block and swing my sword. And it just became a rhythm. And it was actually really nice. Again, this is the second time. The first time I was... I, I don't know what how how I got to my, my zen moment here that I was able to just sort of slow down and be like, all right, he's going to swing his sword, I'm going to block, and then I'm going to hit him. Like, I've got an arm workout with this stuff because I was just like, I have to be very intentional with, like, my arm movement where I'm like, I'm going to do this, like, shake with my hand exactly the same way at the same time. And it's like, it, you, it, I had to be in that state of mind to be as consistent as I was. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a flow state for it. But the second phase, when he brought in the lightning, uh, the, what was really funny for my second fight with him, he gets the lightning in a cutscene at first. Right. They, they, mm-hmm. He puts a sword up. He gets the lightning. So he is powered up. After that, he never got a chance to get the lightning because I kept stealing the lightning from him. <laughs> uh, I put my sword up in the air first every single time. And I got the lightning before he did. And then immediately swung at him and stunned him and did that three times in a row. And, you know, you stun him and then you can run up on him and slash him like crazy back out of the way, immediately put my sword up in the air. So before he doesn't even get the lightning, I get the lightning before he does threw it back at him again, slash, slash, slash done. It was laughable 
about how hard it was for me the first time because I was just trying to fight him. I was trying to dodge. I was trying to get in there, like, in between his sword strikes to hit him just right and to, like, get something in on there. Use, tried to use a couple of my other items just to be like, maybe. No, it, it's all swords. It's all sword and shield here. Uh, Tegan, what about you? How was I had this, a very dramatic, action-packed battle of battle of wits where sometimes I would be able to, I parried and sometimes I just dodged out of the way and then came in with a big swing and then I completely forgot how I was supposed to generate a Skyward Strike and panicked for like 10 <laughs> yep. minutes and then accidentally threw my sword up at the right time and went, oh, I get it now and had my own little lightning uh, light bulb moment and then it was fine. So BC, what, what were your shenanigans in this last phase? So I the first thing is, first section i i think i died just trying to figure out what i was supposed to do the first time or like trying to understand how the whole sword attack portion worked mm. um so i came back and i just blocked him and i had the hylian shield so it couldn't be broken so i just blocked his attacks and the thing is if you get close to him he always does like a fast like jab or like Kind of uh-huh. like sucker punch. Mm-hmm. So his normal attacks are pretty slow. And he has a faster attack if you're right up on him, which I think is to keep you from being too close or like stabbing him while he's winding up. But that attack is super easy to block. So all I was doing is blocking that attack and then hitting him and blocking that attack and hitting him. So I would intentionally just walk up right next to him so that he would always do that attack and then block it and then swing on him. The thing is, you have to hit him like 28 times, I found out. Um, yeah. So after like 20 times, I was like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. There's something else that I should be doing to to fight this person. So I just started trying bombs. I started trying all my mm. items. And I kept dying because I was like, okay, there's got to be something else. Um, like I died because I was like, I- I'm not figuring something else. Eventually, I hit him 28 times and went to the second stage. The Skyward Strike did not work for me. And furthermore, Fee tells you in the first section, you can't do a Skyward Strike. Fee Fee also tells you in the second section that you cannot do a Skyward Strike. So because Fee said you cannot do a Skyward Strike, I was like, oh, well, maybe... I have to get through this section and then eventually I'll be able to do a Skyward Strike to finish him off. Ah, uh, um, gotcha. So I just <sighs> blocked for like 10 minutes uh, and fought him. Um, so you really uh, went toe-to-toe properly. Fun fact, if you uh, block his three-hit pattern when his sword is electrified, and you jab him like you do the thrust, um, you will still get electrified because you'll hit him, but as his sword returns back, it makes contact with the blade, and it shocks you. Um, So I was like, oh, I can't actually hit him. So I was waiting for him to get rid of his electricity every time. Uh, And then I found out if you swing from right to left fast enough, it hits him without you getting shocked. So I literally just hit him a bunch of times until he fell over, in which point you have a one-second window to finishing blade him or to finishing strike him. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you miss that, it resets. Yep, yep. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it just took me forever, and I just blocked forever. And after I beat beat it, I was like, "How are you supposed to fight this person?" And it's like, "Oh, you skyward strike," and uh, and it it never worked for me. Like I even tried because I was like, "Maybe I'm not understanding uh... this." Um, skyward strike never worked. This boss fight is terrible. It's so boring, and it's so long. It was longer for me because I apparently did it the hard way. But the fact that the only interaction is block and then hit him once for 28 strikes with no other dynamics is the most ridiculous thing, period. It's not satisfying. It's just slow and forever. Yeah, yeah. We uh we we finally stick our blade in Demise, and he does the whole thing. Like I mean, Demise is worse than Girahim. Period. Like we we gave up a cool villain for just your standard big growly. I'm evil, and I will haunt you forever. And when you're walking on the beach, and there are angry footsteps in the sand, that will be me. Mm-hmm. And like he just does that kind of thing about. You know, you may have stopped me now, but I will return. And then he dies. We do absorb Demise's spirit into the sword, which mm-hmm. I was just like, why are you doing that? That's bad. <laughs> like, don't don't take it with you. We went, this is delicious. And if it's going to make me powerful, I'm going to take it. <laughs> Where, where's the we needed the cut scene where they're like roommates like jammed inside of the sword together and oh she my keeps God, telling him percentages so and he's just like shut up it's not just demise though that's in the sword right it's demise and girahim and fee in the sword well i'm i'm, I'm picturing the end of ocarina of time where we see ganondorf floating on his back in the silent realm and it's all like bl- uh, like bright behind him. Mm-hmm. I want to see Demise doing that, but then it's it's Fi floating above him just being like there's a 30% chance that you're spinning clockwise. <laughs> like, just <laughs> saying all these things and just like shut up. <laughs> oh anyway, God. we are going to take a quick break. This has been the longest first half we I think we've had in any show. When we get back, we are going to talk about the the end of the game and our feelings on it hi everybody my name's tegan somerset i'm rocky hardy and i'm brian cartwright and we are impossible coin a podcast about video games join us every other week as we discuss gaming news did you know he tried to smuggle a hundred thousand dollars across the canadian border genre differences sometimes it's your turn to press the button and sometimes it's your turn to block and deep lore i have spent so long on this brand you can't do this to me we will sell you nothing and solve none of your problems but we sure are fun impossible coin a podcast about video games See you on Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favorite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. All right, we are back. We have beaten the final boss. We are we are technically done playing the game. Now we get to watch the ending. Um, we we come back and 
we see every it's it's it is the happiest ending that we have had for like any Zelda. It's also like one of the shortest, I feel like. Uh after Demise says his thing and we suck him into our sword, we go back and everyone's fine. Uh and we go and um go back to the present. This is where we get a reveal because uh well we, we there they do bring up one thing that we didn't really talk about and that was where Impa is from the past. Uh and I don't think they talked about this before. Tegan, do you do you recall They, they did not talk about this. Um Impa, young Impa is aware that she is from the past, messing around in the future, not a good thing. Um and she does sort of like Say, like, hey, yeah, that's why I couldn't say a lot of stuff. But, like, it turns out you were the chosen hero. Like, good for you, bud. You know? Which is kind of fun. Well, like, I like the idea that she was there when everything went wrong. And, like, everyone else was dying. And, you know, they they were trying to do what they could. And Mm. she was like, all right, here's my Hail Mary. I'm going to travel through time. And I'm going to find something from the future that's going to help us now. Mm-hmm. I will find the hero. Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. He's supposed to be here and he's not. What is up with that? You know, it's very good. Um, Zelda has a hard time saying goodbye. So she leaves her a a trinket, her bracelet. And when we travel through the gate, we do see the old one there. And they were really happy to see the old one. And then that's when she also shows off she still has that bracelet because she is Impa. Whoa, crazy. Literally, the room is identical. Like, Impa Mm -hmm. is also in both the past and the the present rooms. (laughs) (laughs) At least she looks different, though. Like, the rooms and even the outside, when when we did finally go outside in the past look the exact same Mm -hmm. we this was just so weird though because we get this this reveal that impa was the old one and then she's just like oh i'm so happy to see all you guys now i will die (laughs) and then she just vaporizes (laughs) Uh, i've completed my task And now I can return to the great time stream that I screwed up by traveling through time as punishment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Impa, you know, if the gods had done it their way, maybe this wouldn't have gone down this way. She, I mean, she does look vastly different than her younger self, and maybe that's the warning where she's just like, I time traveled once, and look what it did to me. (laughs) <laughs> don't time travel not even once <laughs> not even once friends don't let friends time travel oh my goodness uh but she does that and then also Phi makes it clear that our that her job is done and mm-hmm. link needs to go and put her back um in into the pedestal like, oh, my friend and, and everyone like, else is like hi <laughs> None of it. Not no. even his reactions. Like I didn't. I didn't even like get like a, a sense that he liked her. Aww. <laughs> no, they were friends. It's okay. <sighs> they were work buddies. Yeah, they were coworkers. It's like you just found out your favorite yeah. coworker is retiring, and you hate all your yeah, other your coworkers. Only coworker. Been there. Yeah, absolutely. Been there. 
I've had only coworkers leave a job and been totally fine with it. Oh dang! <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we're gonna move on past this. <laughs> um, yeah, she says some things about like the these the data she has stored in the time with with Link is her most precious data, and I'm like, this is a, just just say I I will miss you. Just say that. Just no, say she it. can't move do on. it. It's illegal. It's against the rules. I find this to be the most interesting datum I have consumed. She's not allowed to have emotion. She's a robot. She's the worst character. That's what she is. Yes, she is. Fee is... Uh, Fee is so good. No. She's just a no. little robot. She doesn't She's worse than Tattle and Tail. <gasps> yes, actually. Okay, I agree with that one. Okay, mm. good. I'm finally... You Earlier in the season, you would have ranked that differently, Tegan, and I'm glad... I don't like Tattle and Tail, though. I really don't. This. They're annoying. Okay, uh, but no, what happens here is that after Fi goes back into there, we do see her where she's just like, she says basically she's going to sleep, she's completed her thing, but also that like she's not going to wake back up ever again. Like she is, she has done what she was supposed to do. Yeah, she's written the code for the sword. Yes, mm-hmm. and she will pass on the data of the hero to whoever has to wield this in the future, that kind of thing. Um, but never, like, explicitly, right? It's just, like, sort of the energy of the hero. Um, and then the the, sure. door, the door behind <laughs> it opens up, and then it cuts to black, and it, we get we get that great music. The We get a title of Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword, and we have some amazing music with it. Um, but that's it, then. Well, there's the post credit scene. There is a post credit scene, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, but that's but the thing is, it going forward, that's it. Mm-hmm. What the post credit credit scene is really more of. Well, I guess no. I guess there is the post credit scene. So okay. Oh yeah. There there's the post credit scene, and then there's also the credit scene that we get, which I I love this so much. This is like what this is one of my favorite parts of this game, where we get to see what Zelda was up to this whole time. We get to see her when she first fell down to the the earth or the bottom whatever the land below mm-hmm. and was just wandering around she came across the old one and the old one told her to go to this one place and she did did the prayers that she needed to do and then ran into some bacoblins and that's when impa jumps in and blew him up and then they go on these little adventures together and you have like Zelda's just having a good time she's like running ahead and being like come on impa and impa's like okay here we go um, I wish we could have done more th- with that. Like, I want to see a full animated yeah. story of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that would have been good. But I'm in. Yeah. <clears throat> then, then there is the the post credit scene. Um, that is again, it's just it's not really. It, I mean, they everyone, not everyone, a bunch of the people that we've met from Skyloft have come down to the the land below, and are just going to go explore. And then Zelda says, Link, what are you going to do? And then he smiles at the camera, and then that's it. He doesn't smile at the camera, because the camera is shifted to Zelda's point of view. He smiles at Zelda. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Darn love. <laughs> BC, did you have anything to add, or you just you were just 
reminded me. I, that I was just going to say this ending is kind of dark because I think the real takeaway from this entire game is that we're all enthralled to the cycle of endless reincarnation. Uh, and will we ever reach Nirvana? Is I guess what I'm asking. Mm. No, we we got ruined right here. Yeah, demise says it himself that his hatred will live on forever, uh, and be endlessly reincarnated. So they're just going to be forced to do this little song and dance through infinity. Yeah, and beyond. We would have been. Are you saying we would have been better if we were? controlled by demise and enslaved by the demon lord <laughs> no i think we would have been better off if girahim hadn't gone back in time to resurrect him after we murdered him with the island so. <laughs> mm. well sure yes again, i second that close the time loop right before we did that that's all that would needed to have happened but we didn't do that and could have dropped some we bombs with there. the plans of the goddesses but that is skyward sword um, BC, you you played this the least of all of us. How did you feel about this game? Oh man, um, there's some great characters. There's some great uh world building happening here. This game is a tragedy in that it's just not fun to actually play. Um, there's some cool things that happen, but the act of interacting with this world and mostly fighting enemies is just not great. The controls are terrible and some of the mechanics are questionable at best. So it's, yeah, it's exhausting mentally and physically. I just, I get, this game burns me out. (laughs) Um, yeah, I agree. There's some really great characters in here, but, um, they wanted to have like, kind of a more open world feel to the to the the land below but in order to like really explore it like when you get done with one you will you would have to take your new toys back to the old places and mess around and uh, well that means I got to go up there and then I got to go back down I got to drop in somewhere and then like and then I can't just leave whenever I want or to, to go to a new area and there's no fast travel really when I'm down there. And I don't know. It's just it just I just get tired. <laughs> I I think it becomes a question of where this game spends its time or rather where you spend your time in this game. And there are things like the last Gearheim fight which are cool and satisfying and cinematic. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, you have this really long fight where it's just you hitting block and swinging once on Demise for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, this uh, is the sword fighting Zelda. So you have to have that. So, like, there's a cool puzzle, but then there's the five minutes you spend waiting for your stamina to refill so you can run across quicksand. <laughs> I think that's that's the core problem of this game is you spend more time dealing with poorly implemented mechanics that mm-hmm. you don't really haven't aged well and not enough time doing the things in the game that are actually fun and cool. So it it feels like someone's trying to to modernize this while other people are like, no, you can't in some ways, but 
Yeah, I th- I think like even it just didn't the world didn't feel like it opened up, not like in the spirit tracks way where like they just give you everything at the end, but it just, I kept going like, I know eventually I'll be able to, I guess, make, could you dash through those Octoroks in, in Scott, like up in the clouds that are like shooting at you from time to time? Yeah. If you could get close to them. Yeah. I mean, like but I it wasn't ideal like that. You don't want to, you just want to avoid them like you yeah the, the sky and, and, and you know i'm just like there, there's got eventually there's going to be an easy way to kill those guys or like eventually i'll be able to do this quest that i see or eventually i'll be able to do something cool here and like i don't know it doesn't it's, it doesn't it doesn't have the same problem that spirit tracks has where it's content is just blocked from you but it just it it feels like it takes forever to get anything like good to happen, and then you have to like you you can't skip anything. You have to go through all the dialogue anytime you, you want to retry the HD a version. Mm-hmm. Anytime, well, for me on on the Wii version, if, if, anytime you want to redo a mini game or talk to someone or buy a potion and then upgrade said potion, like. It it just takes a lunch break to do that. So <laughs> like yeah, it just takes forever. That is to still a uh, remnant of the the games of that era. Like games like back then didn't give you options to skip things as often, right? Especially dialogue. I mean, you could never skip through dialogue in games back like then. Um, twenty eleven, like it's not games in twenty eleven were not this bad about it oh, there no, are maybe def- some games right maybe, they definitely you know, were they absolutely were some like j you know like jrpgs and stuff but like it's mm. no this that is that is absolutely just like and, and they were still behind yes like i mean the wii was behind um this game was delayed like two years before it actually came out mm-hmm. um and so yeah there were there were design choices that we had that it, it could have been revolutionary had it come out just a few years earlier um, although 2011 Jeremy or whatever thought that it was still revolutionary and I gave it a 10 out of 10, um, mm. and it, playing through this just made me think like, you know, maybe I, maybe it was good that I'd never continued writing video game reviews because <laughs> I had terrible taste apparently. Um, well, you know, I think that's more a product of like, yeah, I think that's more a product of like being young than (laughs) anything else. Like you and being absolutely head over heels in love with Nintendo. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there is that, and the Wii in general. Mm. Uh, Yeah, this game it's it's bloated, it's tedious, it's still beautiful, uh, visually and like. With with its sound, like Link's face. Um, uh, I mean that's it's it's a design choice, but I think like in general, like the 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 color, especially coming off Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. the intentional use of color and everything looks better. Um, yes. I think it looks amazing. I never got tired of looking at this game. Uh, Twilight Princess, I got tired of looking at it. Like it was <laughs> just everything just looked gray and brown, and it was just like this is not pleasing and it was bloomed Um, all the hell like don't forget it was bloomed all the hell which looked stunning at the very beginning and then just headache inducing the rest of the time 
<laughs> as as much as I would be like, okay, I got to go back up to the sky. Let's fly to this thing as quickly as possible. When that music kicked in, I was just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's just that just feels really good just to, to have that. That's that's the nice cushion underneath you the whole time. Is that mm-hmm. the music is just phenomenal? Like there's there's like there's like a couple points. I want to say there's like maybe two points in the game that we pointed out in all of this where we're just like, why did they? Why does it sound like this? And it's the it's the stuff <laughs> with the harp, right? Where they just mm-hmm. there were a couple it's, songs where I'm like, this isn't yeah. quite hitting, but everything else is so bombastic and just sounds so good throughout. Bruce's uh, like, theme like, choice, yeah. so choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like if, if I just pull my harp out in the world and just go you know if i'm running around strumming my harp that's great i love that i love doing that um but like any of the harp songs or things are i mean if i go back and listen to them they're probably kind of nice or something but like they don't they didn't really like stand out i almost wasn't even thinking about them half the time yeah Yeah, they're like fine they're fine but they're not great like zelda tunes Mm -hmm. the tad tone song though hmm so good. So, uh, Tegan, we're at mm-hmm. this point now. Let's let's talk some lore. Let's let's talk about like okay, this this was talked about. The reason that they brought this back for HD and all that mm-hmm. is because there's going to be something about it that leads into Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, this is the opening of a trilogy. So, this yeah. is yeah, this is the required reading that you need before you play Tears of the Kingdom. Um. Whether it's, and that became sort of apparent to uh, a lot of, I, okay, I can't say this became apparent to people because I don't actually know, but like it became apparent to me uh, when I was running around in Breath of the Wild the first time. And I was like, oh, immediately I was like, oh, these, these statues, these goddess statues look just like the ones from Ocarina or from Skyward Sword. That's so weird. And then it was like, no, there's something going on here. Hang on. Like with the with the skeletons of the the great the great beasts and all of that, I was just like, no, there's so, there's something else going on here. And then you get the cutscene. Have we? Yeah, we did the Breath of the Wild playthrough, right? So you get the one memory where Link is struck down, where Zelda hears Fee in the sword, and it's like, oh no, oh, I did okay. not hear that. We did not, did not hear that. She, yeah. She does not. Okay. To be fair, she does not say. She says she hears the sword calling to her. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. But it's Fee in the sword. You know it's Fee in the sword. <laughs> you know You're it's right. Fee in the sword. Fee lives in the sword. Right. I, here's well, the thing. Be for my sanity, I hope Fee is dead in the sword so that we don't have to listen to her for another game. But it's the sword's programming that Fee yeah. coded. It's Fee's it's Fee's spirit in the sword or whatever that like She wrote the code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's her so it's like in the same way that like future coding, I guess, like speaks to like the creators of the past sort of thing. Like it's Fee. It's Fee in the sword, regardless of right. whether it's Fee's like physical presence or just the data from her time with Link specifically, you know, or whatever I- you named your boy. I, I agree with that sinking feeling because I I asked Jeremy very early on in Breath of the Wild. I'm like, dude, t- I just I feel like I need to go back and play Skyward Sword. Are mm-hmm. you seeing anything too? Mm-hmm. Like, am I crazy? There's just there's just something. At that point, I was like, I have to play the second half of that game. <laughs> Apparently, I only needed to play for a couple more hours. You were so close. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Yeah. I should just I should have just been watching 
videos about this game all along. I didn't know. But, like, in Breath of the Wild, I'm seeing that, and I'm like, oh my god, like, all this stuff from Skyward Sword is here. Skyward Sword is the most important Zelda game for this game. Like, you, if you don't know any of this stuff, it's not gonna make any sense. And now we're going back and we're playing Skyward Sword, and I'm just like, these things, they have consequences it's in the future! <laughs> and not only that, but, like, mechanically, like, there are things, mm-hmm. the way that Skyward Sword feels... In some ways, like I, like I, 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 it feels like Breath of the Wild. I see what you're trying to do. Like I notice these mm-hmm. little things about how you've built the world or how you want me to move through this particular section of the game, or you know what, you know whatever you want to say. Like there's a there were a number of different places, especially early on, where I was just like, oh, it it's here. It's somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I see them working on it. Breath of the Wild is there. And yeah. also, Skyward Sword is there. And then they're like, okay, well, we're, we have to push off Breath of the Wild. We have to push off what everyone is calling Breath of the Wild 2 at the time, like, again. And so in the meantime, here's the Skyward Sword HD release, which is not a thing <laughs> that anyone asked for. Am no. I wrong? <laughs> Nobody wanted that. We were all like, okay, so where's our Wind Waker and where's our Twilight Princess? Right? And they go, please enjoy Skyward Sword. And I went, oh, this is on purpose. The things that happen in Skyward Sword, they want it after everything that they did in Breath of the Wild, the things that happen in Skyward Sword, they want fresh in our minds when when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. They want us to remember those things because of what they're doing. I'm so I'm excited. These dragons. I'm, did you see we have the dragons? Did you in see this we have the three we have the three dragons? And what else red, could be hiding in here red, for yellow, Tears of the Kingdom? The red, yellow, and blue. Oh there's there's the things. Oh god. The the gears, the the whole like the way that they draw stuff. I'm just over here frothing at the mouth. I can't wait. I can't wait. But what Fee's did you think back. about Skyward Sword? <laughs> Fee's coming back. Oh, uh, what did I think about Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword. I like Skyward Sword. I I like the story of Skyward Sword. Um, the music is eh, but the story I think um really carries I, it. Okay. All right. Mm. Okay. I really like the story of Skyward Sword. I like that this is the first link that we get to give a little bit of personality to. Um, in the ways that we get to choose his answers. I really like his relationship with Zelda and how they start off like really like sort of intimately knowing each other without it being like a romantic thing necessarily. I really like all of that stuff. The the like traveling up and down between Skyloft, eh. the the bird, eh. uh, flying around is great. The rest of it is like the game itself is just like, it's not a very great Zelda game, but I love the story. And the I'm characters. Gonna, I'm gonna need you to just defend your statement about the music not being great, just for a second. The okay, the music, the music. How do I say this? All the music is good in the situations that it is put in. I would not listen to this OST separate from the game. You will if you're in my car. Yeah. I'm, okay. I feel like if you're, if I'm in your car, that's fair. I I 100 understand that. Uh, but like I think the the music really enhances 
the environments that you're in, I don't think the music is necessarily standalone amazing. I did hear them play some of the Skyward Sword OST in the Zelda Symphony when I went and saw that, and I did cry. Like, don't get me wrong, it was very good, but I just don't think it, like, I'm not listening to it all the time, you know? I like... I like the motifs. Mm-hmm. I like the way they use them. I think it does fit as background. It it does help to elevate the story or, you know, when you're not in a story and you're just hearing music. But, like, especially when they use, like, Gruce's theme and it gets played with and they, they're, they're doing a lot with a ton of different instruments. But, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to the ost of this i really haven't other than like live orchestrations of it which is cool so yeah i i could agree with that the live orchestrations are brilliant i have no complaints i will never complain about listening to a live orchestration um but i just don't think i don't think it's like the strongest of the zelda pieces if that makes sense sure no, no. I mean, I, I no, get that. Okay. I get that. You know, it's okay. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, they, I, I try not to take things personally. Mm. There, but unfortunately, like I, but I now I've get, been uninvited from the show. Well, no, it's just <laughs> music. I don't know why I get like music is the one thing that I can get really emotional about for some mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. and like timing music with certain things can just trigger things in me more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So when I do hear something that I'm like, the music was amazing in this, and then you know, as someone who is also a, a you know a huge fan of Zelda, when you were just like the music's okay, I'm just like. <laughs> yeah my heart no, my get, heart <laughs> no i get it i get it i'm the same way about some stuff but like um i just i judge music based on how it makes me feel in relation to the thing right um and it doesn't it doesn't do what like uh say the ballad of the Windfish does for me or um the great sea theme from wind waker it just doesn't do the same like that big like emotional swell for me personally when when i'm doing the editing and i'm i'm listening through songs of like what we're doing and it's like every once in a while I hit play and i'm just sitting here and i'm like oh right i gotta get back to editing i'm just sitting mm-hmm. here just like oh <laughs> man like you're just, just like you just let it wash over it you in. yes absolutely mm-hmm. i'm like i deserve this <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i think i definitely will always get choked up with the main theme of this game yeah. in, in all of its iterations. Like that um, is the thing that I tie most closely to the story um, to when, when I, when I hear that, I think of the characters. So yeah. Um, at least that song like really hits me, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's all, it's all good. It helps. It's just, yeah, it's not the best. But I said that about Wind Waker. When I first played Wind Waker, I was like, none that's of this incorrect. Music's... That's factually incorrect. Wind Waker is the music best is, OST. You know, none of this stands out. None of this is that great. It's not as good as Ocarina. And, like, you know, cut to a year later. And I'm just like, I don't know what I would do without the Wind Waker music. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's been 10 years and I haven't had that reaction to Skyward Sword other than the main theme, I guess. I got like a good wave of nostalgia with the main theme, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably a lot of that. Yeah, but otherwise, it was just like 
you know, it's fine. It's very good. I enjoy hearing it when it comes up. I can still pinpoint all of the locations when I play, like, you know, when we do, like, musical trivia and you're just, like, you play a song. And it's like, oh, this comes from this part of this game and this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I can do that with this because everything is so easily, like, it stands out and it draws something mm-hmm. to mind. But it's just not, like, you know, it just doesn't do it for me oh, yeah, fully. Um, so I do, okay, I, I do want to say, I, you know, I do this at the end of every Zelda game. Um, this is at the bottom of my 3D Zeldas. I still put it above the DS Zeldas. Um, mm. I, mm. I still, even though I had a lot of frustrations with the controls, that that is the biggest issue I have with this whole game is the controls. Yeah, like, the controls are a nightmare. Interacting with this game is a chore. And that alone is enough for me to be like, I don't ever want to play this game again. Um, I, I will go and listen to it, the music many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't ever want to actually, you know, touch this game again. Uh, it's, it's, I'm good. I got what I needed out of it. I got a good refresher on yeah. this. Um, having played through it and, and talked through everything with other people, I'll be good. I, I don't ever need to come back to this again. But yeah, uh, I, I, I don't, I think it had, it's really close between this and Twilight Princess for the bottom of my 3D Zeldas, but I think Twilight Princess has enough. They, like and I I say this all the time. Twilight Princess goes out with an absolute bang, like it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was even reminded that the first dungeon is one of my favorite, like probably my favorite opening, 3D Zelda dungeon. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, and you know there's enough things I still find redeeming. I guess above like I I don't like either of them particularly. Like I'm not crazy about them. As far as Zelda games are concerned, these are they're both still good games. They're well-designed games, I guess, but yeah, I think it probably still is at the bottom of my 3D Zelda list. I would I would probably agree and I I'm just going to parrot what Jeremy said. It's it's a chore to interact with this world and I think that's the biggest detriment. If the controls are better, Oh, and the controls in so many ways inform the mechanics of the game, and I think that just affects the experience in the end. Mm. If it was easier to interact with this world, it would definitely be above Twilight Princess. If it was easier to interact with this world, I think more people would have played it, and they wouldn't have necessarily needed to do a re-refresher for everybody uh, before the next before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. You know, yeah. Nintendo's motion era was not kind on Zelda. Mm-mm. It super wasn't. Uh, this... I am about to make a bunch of enemies on this podcast, though, because this is not my bottom 3D Zelda. <laughs> oh, well, what is Majora's Mask? Whoa! <laughs> I don't like Majora's Mask at all. <laughs> well, you and I... Brian can go hang out. And, <laughs> okay. And toss masks it's... on the ground and stomp on them. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I have Majora above Wind Waker currently. As you should. No. Um. Yeah. Incorrect. 
it plays you enough Wind like Waker? yeah i love wind waker <laughs> wind waker is the best zelda game wind oh, waker is the best okay. zelda game <laughs> that is a more controversial statement than majora's on your bottom i uh, uh <laughs> wind, wind waker is the most charming zelda game it is i love it it's it not is, i think it's the best zelda game i think it does the best had, job telling the story and keeping everything contained in a realistic world if that makes it sense ha- it has the, it has the most boring dungeons of all the zelda games yeah mm, yeah mm, i oh, like boy. the dungeons <laughs> oh, it no. is unfinished Are we played the it same a, wind waker yeah. <laughs> it is, secret, it is like, copy pasted island mess i got the better version of wind waker <laughs> Clearly, I'm playing the superior version of Wind Waker. Ooh. Oh my god! I uh, love. But that's not what this. Ev- is about. I love so much about Wind Waker. Wind Waker is just one of my favorite things, and I, Can we I play cannot. Wind Waker next? And good conscience, like say it is the best Zelda anything. <laughs> oh man. Can we play I Wind mean, Waker yeah. next? I'll play Wind Waker again. <laughs> I would love to play Wind Waker again. Well, no, we're not. Well, no. we're not on this show. You are allowed to do whatever you want in your free time. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, here, I'm gonna play Wind gonna... Waker again. We're doing a win- we're doing a Wind Waker rando at some point. Like I swear, it's happening. I love Wind Waker. It's just no. Just it's go- the GameCube, GameCube, Nintendo's first party GameCube games were just. They just had to get out the door. They they are unfinished. They're they're just. Ah, it sucks. I hate it, but. That's that's yeah. <laughs> See, it, it it anyway. Let's we we don't need to talk about Wind Waker on here. We've talked plenty about All Wind right. Waker. We're not talking about Wind Waker right now. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. This is possibly our longest episode ever. Um, I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. That's no, no, there's a lot to talk about. Um, there I was a lot. Going we on. didn't even talk about how there's a just a the Triforce is just hanging out in open air. Yeah. Uh, we sure just didn't sitting at the top of that statue. Um, we also didn't talk about how technically this is the only time that Link has had the complete Triforce, unless you yeah. count the theory about Fierce Deity Link being the first Link to f- everything up. I censored myself. It's okay. Um, to mess everything up and thus being condemned to the hero cycle. We haven't done any of that. And also, Link didn't even get to make his own wish. Fee told him what wish to make. It wasn't his wish. It was her wish. God. Anyway, all that next time I... on Chat of the Wild. <laughs> yes. Dude, we have we have everything but uh, 3ds. You know, a link between worlds. We just need to have an episode of like, let's just just dig into this ground meat of Zelda lore. Just just cover ourselves in it. Sure, we can do that in the future sometime. Absolutely. I mean, we'll see. We'll that. see what we'll see what Tears of the Kingdom does to the lore, if anything. I'm gonna turn into a nightmare person. I will take the form of demise and start screaming my gospel. <laughs> <laughs> you all shall you bow down to book, my lore. Apparently. Um. Okay. Closing thoughts, if any more, and then we've got to wrap this episode up. No, I'm no. Okay, PC. I left it all out in the on the field. <laughs> uh, Tegan, anything else? Nope, I think I'm good. 
I think I'm good. Did I explain everything? Does that? If anyone has any questions, no. <laughs> I have so many questions, Tegan. About Skyward Sword, like feel free to comment them on this episode wherever the comment section is, and we'll answer them later on another Do, thing. Here, go, It'll be okay. Go to your, go to your your podcast player of choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Go down to the reviews, uh, give us five stars, and then in the review, write your question to Tegan. That yeah. is the best way to get a question to us. That will also, guarantee that I see it. You can also leave a voice memo over on Spotify or on Anchor. Nah. So feel free nah, to do that. that Some people help. have done that. Some people have done that. <gasps> voice memos? Ooh, that's I need fun. After you give us the review question. I need to do our Patreon shoutouts. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to not my patrons, but your patrons. I don't know how these fine people on the mobile app. Patrons it, all over the world. Yeah, they allow me to Join be here hands. or something. Yeah, they <laughs> allow the podcast point. to continue, and that allows me to be here to tell you about the good, good word in the Book of Zelda. Uh, so I want to do a, a a quick shout out to our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Out of the Wild. Shout out to Cage, Calabrese, Obababatunde, Boca Boy, Ru Lee, Rutger, Termatten, Miss Dino, Hylian Gamer, O1, Todd Hunt, Fox with two X's, Cody Jarbo, Donald Fuller, Lisa Slack, and Colleen Allen. Thank you very much for Whee! supporting us. So uh, this uh, this wraps up the episode. And our next season, we're doing a, a Gaiden game. We are playing Star Fox Adventures on the Nintendo GameCube. For the first episode, get to Ice Mountain with Fox. So go ahead, do all that, and then meet back here, and we will talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Guiding! Guiding.